Hey, my name's Helen and you're listening to the Love Mondays Club podcast. If you're a fellow tutor, trainer or coach, then welcome. You're in the right place. Whether you're looking to start, grow or expand your online services, this podcast is for you. My goal is to help you build your business, earn more money and have more fun in this messy muddle we call entrepreneurship. Every Monday, I'm going to be sharing practical tips to help you accelerate your business. From marketing to mindset to money, we'll cover it all. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So today I'm going to be doing something a little bit different. So the time of this recording, it is Thursday the 11th of May and it is officially my last day of being 30 years old. So at the time of this recording coming out, I'm going to have celebrated my 31st birthday over the weekend and I thought quite a lot about what to do for this episode for my kind of birthday week, I guess really. One of the things that kind of came to mind is I thought to myself, I bet that I could easily and quickly think of loads of quick tips around growing your online business and actually I've been running my own business now for sort of well over five years and I thought as a little challenge to myself I'm going to see if I can write down 31 tips to grow your business in celebration of my 31 years on the earth and they flowed so quickly so I really wanted to share these with you today. So I'm going to whiz through these little soundbite pieces of advice for you and these are just things that I feel like I've picked up over the past five years of running my own business and perhaps also a bit of a reflection on how I'm feeling at the moment in my business, which is honestly probably the calmest, happiest, most content I've been since becoming self-employed. So yes, buckle up, here we go. 31 tips for you to help you with growing and running your online business. Little sound bites to give you some inspiration and ideas and maybe a little bit of sass thrown in here and there because, you know, we don't want this to be 31 vanilla tips for you along the way. (laughs) Okay, so let's go. Tip number one. This was one of the most important ones for me and really, really reflects how I feel right now. And it's this whole idea of staying in your own lane. Like the online world is such a busy, crowded space. All the clients that I work with all come from industries which are arguably quite crowded. There's lots of other people doing the sort of similar things to them. Same for me as well. There's lots of people who do the same things as me. But the most important thing for us, I think for our happiness, for our sense of purpose and direction and what we're doing with our businesses, is to have our own vision, stay in our own lane and stop worrying about what everybody else around us is doing. Now this straight away I'm going to caveat and say is a whole episode in itself and I I really want to do this I want to do an episode for you about how to stay in your own lane because I think that's easier said than done especially when you're new to business so watch this space that one is on the way tip number two is try to diversify your business as much as possible and as soon as possible really to create multiple revenue streams what I found that when I first became self-employed I only really had one main service that I offered and it was one-to-one I hit a ceiling really quickly and really, like I say, I hit that glass ceiling. I didn't feel like there was any way that I could go. Then as time went by, I diversified. So I brought in the kind of group model. I created passive income products. I started doing one-off events, all sorts of different things that ultimately gave me a lot more variety, which made the job so much more exciting. This is both in my previous job and my coaching business as well. And essentially almost creating more stability for me because I had those multiple streams of revenue. So I could lean in on different streams at different times of the year and that's worked so well for me in my businesses. Tip number three is community is everything and it's not just about you joining other communities or like 
like-minded people, but it's also about you growing your own community. Again, there are billions of people on the earth and millions or thousands of people who benefit from the services that you can offer. So ultimately what you want to do is create your own little corner of the internet and fill it with people who love you, support you, love what you do, engage with what you're, you know, creating, what you're offering. And from that, sales are going to become really easy for you and they're going to create such a great sort of like customer retention and people are going to keep coming back time after time. Number four, this had to be my top five, email lists are one of the greatest assets you can have in your business. Like this is data that you own. None of the social media companies out there have any kind of influence over this. And it's one of the best ways to directly contact your customers, to give them personalized information. And it's also one of the most effective ways to make sales in your business as well. So whether you are a few years down the line and you don't have one yet, there's no time like the present to get started. And if you're somebody who's quite new to business and you're thinking, oh, well, I don't have loads of customers yet, so I don't really see the need. Honestly, don't delay starting. You won't regret it. And this will have a snowball effect over time. And before you know it, you'll go from tens of people to hundreds of people to thousands of people. And it'll become one of the most important assets, as I say, in your business. The next tip, number five, stop overcomplicating things. So something, this is something I talk to my clients about all the time, is there's a little bit of also the perfectionism side that comes into this. You know, I always say things don't have to be perfect when you first start. And like, ultimately, the one question that I've learned to always ask myself over these years is, if I say yes to this question, so will it help somebody right now? If I say yes to it, then I hit post or I hit publish. Like this is the beauty of these kind of digital products that a lot of us work with is that we can go back and edit them. We can add more detail, more context, all sorts of different things, more examples if we want to. But if we sit there and fuss and try and make it as perfect as possible, then the hours just roll away. We delay hitting publish. We delay giving that value and help and support to people people and it doesn't benefit you and it doesn't benefit your clients. So it's all about being brave, not making it perfect, don't overcomplicate it, just go for it and roll with it. The next one, number six, doing things alone totally sucks. It really does. You know, you don't get prizes for struggling on your own. So my number one bit of advice, and I wish that I could go back to, you know, younger me five, six years ago when I first got started, the one bit of advice I'd give myself is find the help, accept the help, and then embrace the help. Because working with people around you who, you know, want to see you do really well, want to support you in what you're doing, it's going to give you so much motivation. It's going to give you so much kind of, you know, fuel to your fire to get you going. So if you're sitting there feeling like you're struggling, feeling like you're on your own doing these things, like it's not fun, I don't think. It's not enjoyable. And actually, if you want to speed things up in your business, the best way to do it is to go out there and get some help. So please don't delay. (laughs) Okay, tip number seven, you don't have to follow trends. So I know that a few years ago, I felt so much pressure, especially in the world of Instagram when it changed and all this video content started and reels especially. Now, video content, things like that, I was never scared of, but the idea of dancing and pointing and all these sorts of things and lip syncing, 
I tried it a little bit. There's evidence of it on my on my Instagram page. I think I maybe did it once or twice and it was time consuming. And really what I realized is that I was just following trends. Like it wasn't actually building any helpful relationships with my clients. And ultimately it was making me more obsessed with vanity metrics of views rather than actually, you know, getting to know my clients, providing them with useful information, building up good relationships. So this kind of goes back to the earlier point about communities and building your own communities. Like it's so much more powerful to have a small, really engaged community than to have an account with thousands of followers who are just there to kind of maybe watch a funny video, but not necessarily actually buy from you. So don't feel the pressure of trends. Like again, stay in your own lane, do what works for you and your personality and your business. Kind of following on from this slightly. Tip number eight is I found, and this this kind of blew my mind when I really took took note of this a few years ago. But the truth is that it takes me the same amount of effort to sell, let's say, for example, a £2,000 course or product or service as it sometimes does to sell a £20 one. And the problem is I found that in the earlier days of my business, I would maybe undervalue what I was doing or I would focus on the smaller priced services that I had because I felt like those were easier to sell, more people would buy them. But the truth was is that I needed really large volumes of those £20 sales to make sure that my bills were being paid. Yes, there were lots of ways that I could automate this, but in the early stages, it's not that easy. So what I've found over the years is it's so much more important to put my energy into the bigger services that I offer, because also as well in those situations, I tend to be able to help people so much more and give them so much better value. Tip number nine is try to collaborate with people who share the same values as you. I found that like, especially in my previous business, that joining up with a fellow tutor, collaborating, bringing together all of our resources was one of the best things I ever did for the business. And actually it goes back to that whole thing of not doing things on your own. It's made it such an enjoyable process. So it doesn't have to be even that you partner up, but it can also be that you just find people who are maybe in a similar industry to you or have, you know, different skills skills that will benefit your audience as well and just look at ways that you can work together and sort of share audiences in many ways and provide that value and, and grow your own visibility as well. Then kind of contrastingly to this as well tip number 10 it's also okay to not want to work with everybody because the truth is sometimes you might get the ick or things just don't feel right and in those situations trust your gut don't let people pleasing take over. Walk away and do what makes you happy and what works best for you. Tip number 11. People will sometimes be a bit mean and shitty <laughs> for sometimes arguably reasons you don't know. This is something that I think is a really important of running your own business is recognizing that not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to like what you're doing. And this is a big part of this is about building resilience, rising above it and moving on. And, you know, we throw the sass in there as well. We can say, let them keep watching you, living your dream, doing your own thing. Sometimes I see this on social media. Like for me personally, it gives me such an ick when I see people almost slagging off other people online. Like it just 
brings like mean girl vibes, I think, you know, it's, it's almost like sort of playground politics to me. So for me, it's been so important over the years to really try and rise above this sort of stuff and not get sucked into it. And it's easy, like it's so tempting to want to, you know, get involved sometimes in these conversations. But again, this comes back to this idea of staying in your own lane. Like if you put the blinkers on and you're not listening to this kind of background noise, you're not listening to these distractions, you're going to be so much happier and more fulfilled in this online space. Tip number 12 is don't try and fill every second of your diary with work quite often I think we see blank spaces in our diary and we think to ourselves you know oh I've got to be doing more I've got to be filling it up I'm not using my full time and potential but something that I found really helpful over the years is having holiday activities during the week and actually truly forcing myself to embrace the freedom of running our own business because again I see this with so many people who run their own businesses and I'm also guilty of it as well is that freedom is one of my biggest values and yet There are times when I often feel like I don't have freedom, but it's all self-imposed upon myself. You know, I sometimes fill up my diary with all of this stuff and that's what leads to burnout and kind of sucks the enjoyment out of your job. So what I mean by holiday activities is it could be simple things like, you go to a cafe and you have a coffee and you just relax and read a book. The kind of things that you feel like, you know, you only have time to do when you're on holiday. It could be things like, for me, I love going to the gym and sitting in like the spa on a Monday morning area. It just feels like such a luxury to me. And it took me months to not feel guilty on Monday mornings when I was doing that. Like I would literally sit there having this internal battle, one part of me wanting to enjoy myself, the other part thinking, oh my God, get out the pool, you need to go get dressed, you need to go sit at your desk and tell yourself you're doing something. (laughs) But again, over time, I've really learned to value that downtime and that quiet time because one, it reminds me that this is my business, it's my time, it's my freedom, but also it recharges my batteries all the time. So then when I do come and sit here at my desk, I'm not faffing around with things. I'm not wasting time. Like I know the time is precious. I know I've got to get stuff done. Next one, tip number 13 is ask for feedback all the time. So this can be feedback from anyone, anyone you're working with. And don't wait till like the end of contracts or the end of time. Like I've mentioned this before in previous podcast episodes, like we want to be asking for feedback at different points. So it could be when you first start working with somebody, checking in with them, how are they getting on? Is it what they expected? Are they getting a lot from it? Then halfway through, you know, check in with them. Do they feel like they're making progress? Is there anything else they'd like to see? Are they missing out on? And then of course, finally at the end, what did they get from working from you? What were the results? What have they really enjoyed about it? And like those three stages of feedback giving is not just important for you and helping you to deliver like a great customer experience, but it's also really valuable for your customers and your clients to help them to kind of reflect on like where they are, what's going well, and actually if there is anything else that they need. Because There's nothing worse than you get to the end of working with somebody and they give you that feedback saying, oh, well, actually, it would have been better if there was X, Y and Z. And you know that you could have delivered that so easily. But if you don't ask for feedback while you're working with people, you'll never know until the end. Tip number 14 is also welcome constructive criticism. I think that this is one of the most important things for growth. And actually, for me, I always find this with my clients and I say this to them. I say to them, you know, be constructive like you know don't be mean (laughs) but you know don't tell me what you think I want to hear like I really want to know your honest thoughts because pretty much every 
big change I've made in my business or every kind of like little twist and turn I've made has been off the back of feedback that people have given me. Because especially when we're, a lot of us here, you know, listening to this podcast, I know that you are probably in some sort of like service-based business and therefore like our customers are our number one focus all the time and trying to deliver them the best service that we possibly can. Tip number 15, everyone, everyone, everyone has failures. Like it's a big part of growth. So if you're listening to this right now and you feel like maybe things aren't working right now, you're not maybe necessarily like happy with how, you know, your services are going or the ideas, things have maybe not gone the way that you'd planned. Trust that this is all an important part of the developmental process. And everybody who has success also has failures beforehand. And again, this kind of goes back to the previous point about like the criticism and things like this, the constructive criticism, is that every time we have a failure, we learn so much from it. And it means that we don't make those mistakes again in the future. So almost if you can, celebrate it when things don't go right, because it's not going to happen again, because you're going to know how to fix it the next time around. Tip number 16, automate, automate, and automate some more. (laughs) If there are processes in your business, that can be automated and save you time it is one of the best investments I think of your money to have technology in the background that does that for you and it's also a great investment of your time to get it all set up and working for you now there can be kind of mindset monkeys that work like sort of sit around this because when you have all these automated processes like onboarding for new customers all these sorts of things you can actually start to sometimes feel a bit guilty because it feels too easy because you know everything's working for you in the background and this is something you also have to challenge yourself on like challenge yourself that you're not going in over delivering feeling like you kind of have to prove your worth prove the money that people have paid you automating your business I think not only makes it easier for you because it frees up lots of time it gives you that space to develop and grow but it also is great for your customers because everybody gets exactly the same experience and it just streamlines the whole process. Tip number 17 quite often we are our own worst critics and I think it's so important that we again build that resilience and we learn to not listen to these voices in our heads because they're only there to serve, to protect you and to keep you safe. But the problem is that often by staying safe, we get stagnant and we don't move and we don't see the progress that we want. And again, I know that for everybody I work with, like you're all ambitious and everybody wants to build and grow their businesses and do more with it. That safety is actually not what we're necessarily aspiring to. Tip number 18, is be curious all the time. Because as the saying goes, knowledge is power. And for me, a big part of this is being curious about other industries and what other people are doing. Like I've always made a very conscious effort to not get stuck in an echo chamber of the same people doing the same things around me. Because then I think sometimes it's really easy to get caught up in a loop of feeling like, well, this is just how it's done. This is how everybody else around me does things. So being curious about how other companies work how other people run their businesses can be so inspiring and can you know really help you to lead the way in your own industry of doing things a little bit differently which of course ultimately is going to really help you to stand out. Tip number 19 is it's so important to protect yourself and your assets from the very earliest stage of your business because 
having these boundaries in place, like they need to be clear from the outset. And when I say like protecting yourself, that can also be, you know, things like your time, like making sure you have boundaries of when you're working, when people can contact you, like trying to have as much separation as possible between kind of your work and your personal time and in terms of your assets as well so whether you're like creating materials and things bespoke things for people making sure you have terms and conditions in place from the very beginning that clearly outlines how those assets can be shared and how they can be used in public spaces. Tip number 20, you are not fully responsible for other people's success. And I think that this is a a huge topic we could talk about and really interesting one because for a lot of us in these sort of service-based businesses, like we're there to deliver a service and to help people get a result. But the thing is, I mean, never is there a truer saying that you can lead a horse to water. And I think that what I found is really important is it's more about finding the right motivated people to work with and in those situations when you find those ideal clients success just comes so naturally like no one wants to work with people who they have to drag along and who they feel like you know are not engaging or just not getting anything out of what you're trying to offer them so don't put like the full responsibility onto yourself like if you know that you're products or your services that you're offering get results for people and you have that proof in other situations then you know don't necessarily look at maybe one isolated person or client whatever that might not be seeing those results like it's not fully your responsibility tip number 21 is don't be scared of technology. This stuff is unavoidable now. And for most of us, especially listening to the podcast I know, we work in the online space. So tech is coming fast and furious in ways that most of us just can't even keep up with. So what I always say to people is sign up for the free trials, click all the buttons, just see what happens, like experiment with things. I was actually saying to a client today at the time of this recording that you almost can't break things, you know? Everything is fixable, everything can be undone. But the more you play around with it and become familiar with it, especially like I say, when you're signing up for like different bits of software, different platforms, you'll actually see that generally a lot of them operate in very similar ways. So as you start to get used to one, all the others will start to fit into place. And like that is one of the best ways to build your confidence with it is just to throw yourself into it and have a go. And of course, all of these pieces of software generally have a free trial available as well. So you're not committing anything but your time to it. Tip number 22. Now this one I've stolen from Denise Duffield Thomas, but I think it's so, so true, is your face is your fortune. And she says this all the time. I think this is so true because people generally don't like anonymity, you know? So one of the best things you can do is not hide behind your logo, not hide behind your brand, but actually show your face. Like, let people hear you talk, let people hear you speak and move on camera and things like that. Like, the relationships build so much faster in those situations and you get so much more engagement as well from that because people feel that human connection so much more tip number 23 there will be multiple times when you want to quit (laughs) and this is so normal and it's nothing to feel ashamed of like I have never met a business owner who hasn't at some point said you know they felt like why am I doing this why is this so much hard work is it worth it should I just go back to what I was doing before? But I bet that you are so ambitious, you love what you do for your job, you know you can see the big picture at the end of it all. And like when these wobbles come, they'll also go. Tip number 24, 
and this kind of follows on from this last one. Your mindset is something you should work on every single day because as we evolve and grow in our businesses, like without even realizing it sometimes, we're moving up through these different metaphorical levels, you know, and, you know, there is no kind of trajectory that we must follow in our businesses like everybody has their own path but ultimately as we grow and as things evolve and develop we do move through different stages the things that maybe we're scared of when we first start become second nature to us but then there's always new things for us to kind of worry about think about question and what I find as well is that I think we often hold ourselves back like it's us it's our mindsets that often prevent us from getting what we want but it's really easy to use money or time or a lack of knowledge as an excuse but often it's that self-doubt I think that stops us from being successful and we all have it again everybody everybody I know at least has a level of self-doubt so working on your mindset helping yourself to build that resilience like recognizing the triggers that you have recognizing like what makes you feel good about yourself what maybe doesn't is going to be so instrumental in helping you to keep moving up through those levels comfortably and finding the happiness in, in what you're doing tip number 25 is to also celebrate every little win that you have I have a little habit where every time something big or small but really good happens in my business I always go and buy like maybe a bottle of bubbles and over the years I've collected all the little corks from those bottles and kind of written on the bottom of them what happened this does mean that I have like a bag of corks that I really have to try and be creative with now and do something with (laughs) but just little things like this mean a lot because Again, when you're running your own business, you know, I keep saying this, but it's so true. And I know this of all my clients that I work with, like we're ambitious. There's so many different things we want to do. And because of that, we can get really caught up in looking at the future all the time and thinking like these, all the 10 hundred other things that I want to do, why haven't I done them yet? And we don't often look back and we don't celebrate ourselves and how far we've come and all the stuff that we do. So find these little ways to celebrate your wins, like give yourself incentives. And it's going to, again, bring you so much like satisfaction in your job. Tip 26, have total faith in yourself I think that this kind of energy is really magnetic and it's like I say I kind of you know tip 24 I talked about how like self-doubt can get in the way like you can have faith in yourself and you can have self-doubt like I think these two things can run in parallel with each other you know they both should equally be focused on in terms of sort of like how you know how we're projecting that faith in ourselves and how we're not letting self-doubt get in the way and this kind of energy like this total faith in yourself is so magnetic and it will be so easy to attract these ideal clients and make converting sales so much easier. Tip 27 is book time off in your calendar. So earlier I talked about having those gaps in your like diary throughout the week and maybe you have those little holiday activities but another one is to actually book off big chunks of time. Now the reason I put this in the list is because again when I first started my business I really didn't take many holidays like I felt like I was chained to the business I felt like you know if heaven forbid I went and had a week off and you know sat on a beach or something like that everything would crumble that is a total lie like my, my clients were very happy for me to go and have a holiday they weren't upset that I wanted to have a bit of time off 
But like this was like this almost self-imposed punishment, almost, I guess, for want of a better word, that I wouldn't let myself have time off because I was always so worried about things. But you need to be strict and give yourself a break because that recharging time is going to be so beneficial in the long run for your business. And again, it goes back to this ultimate idea of like we started our own businesses for freedom. So we have to embrace it and make it a part of our our lives and, and, and our sort of yearly plans. Like your business will always be waiting for you when you get back. Tip 28. Customer service is a necessary evil. (laughs) And sometimes, no matter how many times you give people information, you try to be helpful, there will always be situations where people still have to come ask you, sometimes at the last minute, sometimes very stressfully. And this, I think, is just the reality of especially if you're working online and having digital products and things like this. And, you know, customer service, it's part and parcel of running a business and and offering services to people. So my advice around this is like, having again this is where the automation side comes in like having systems in place that allows your customers to be self-sufficient in some ways so for example if you have a system where they have login details like is it easy for them to recover their passwords by themselves do you have like information points where it's really easy to remind customers about upcoming dates and things like that. Again, using email marketing here, like automating, scheduling in messages so that you're reminding people frequently. And this is going to help your inbox to stay much more empty as well, rather than lots of people chasing you for information. Tip number 29, you will get a complaint at some point. It is an inevitability. Like, the more people you serve, unfortunately, not everyone is going to be 100% happy all the time. And that's okay don't take it personally. The reality is, as we said earlier in the episode, you can't please everybody. But it is important to have your own almost like complaint procedure in place, just so that you can come to some kind of amicable conclusion with people. Now, depending on your services and depending on what the complaint is, this is going to be slightly different. But this again is where terms and conditions become really important to you. Like, do you have cancellation policies? Do you have refund policies? What if people feel like, you know, they're not getting the the benefits that they were hoping for from the service? Like nine times out of 10, a conversation on the phone and just being open and honest with each other is usually the best way to come to the conclusion with these. And again, talked about this in a previous episode about having sort of difficult conversations. But having that procedure in place will just help you to approach these situations with a lot more confidence and a lot more clarity for both you and the customer as well. Tip number 30 is surround yourself with people who say they're proud of you and who lift you up, you know, make you feel good about yourself. And this isn't just clients, like this This is also family, friends, and I think it's important to kind of protect yourself from negativity and choose wisely who you ask advice from. You know, in my sort of bubble, I'm really lucky that I have friends who are so patient with me. They know that when I disappear for maybe a week and I'm not busy in the, you know, I'm not replying in the the WhatsApp group, that I'm probably working really hard and doing something. Their support is just as invaluable for me as the positive feedback that I get from my clients because there's got to be the balance on both sides. Equally, there's other people in my life who actually 
I probably wouldn't choose to ask advice from. And it's no disrespect to them. It's just because I know we have very different lives and very different situations. So kind of protect your energy, protect your kind of circle around you and just be conscious of like how people are making you feel. And ultimately, like you want to be surrounding yourself with cheerleaders and people who are really encouraging you with all your dreams and everything that you're trying to achieve. And finally, tip number 31, the last kind of thought of all of this is there is always time. And I think this is something now that I really appreciate because in the beginning I was always rushing. I always felt like I wasn't doing things fast enough and I wasn't getting to where I wanted to be fast enough. And that kind of pressure, that kind of stress, like it just made me miserable. Now for me, as I kind of go into this, like, I guess new, new season of, of, of life and, and, and in my business, like for me, it's all about focusing on what is actually really making me happy at the moment and knowing that I have lots of time and that anything is possible if we really put our minds to it, but it's not a race to the finish line. And, and actually where is that finish line? I still can't see it. It keeps moving further and further into the distance. So I just want to make sure that like I'm having fun and enjoying myself along the way. So thank you so much for listening to this episode and my 31 tips. I hope you found them helpful. Like I said at the beginning, I could totally do probably 31 episodes based around these tips. So if there's anything that did really stand out for you, like if you've been listening to this nodding, thinking, yes, I want to hear more about this, make sure you reach out to me. Best place is on Instagram at Love Mondays Club. And I'd really love to hear from you. And also, if you've got any tips that you think I've missed out, I would also love that constructive feedback as well. (laughs) But otherwise, have a great week. And I look forward to sharing another episode with you next Monday. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Love Mondays Club podcast. Don't forget to review and subscribe or share this episode with one of your business friends. For more information and support from today's episode, head over to the show notes at lovemondaysclub.co.uk. Have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.